What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to the latest episode of our SOS Saturdays Experience, recorded live at our location in Vancouver, BC. So come on in and enjoy a powerful Right Now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy! Are y'all ready to hear some word? You be nice on the front row, okay, son? All right. Amen. The power of the helmet. Repeat after me. Say, my mind... I need it. I need to be whole. And tonight, I take back every inch of my mind that has been lost due to my stupidity, due to the attack of the enemy, due to inheriting mental mess. But tonight, I declare in the name of Jesus that I'm free indeed. One of the greatest attacks that we're walking through right now is your mind is being attacked. And the part of it is your mind is being attacked because your mind has been rooted in sand. Your mind has been rooted in things that are not going to last. Your job, I'm here to let all of you, you can work at your job for 40 years, but your job will let you down, promise you. You can have millions of dollars in your bank account, but there will come a time where your money can't help you, promise you, I promise you. It can't, if you lose a loved one, that money is not going, it may help with the funeral, but it's not going to help you with your brokenness. There's a place deep within your soul that no doctor, no psychiatrist, no medication can reach. It's reserved for God. And that's the soul, right? God did not create you to be a mature coper. So you just go through life trying to learn how to cope with life. And then you mature and develop skills. Therapists give you skills. And you're like, ah. And a lot of us go to therapists and palm readers and psychics and psychiatrists to try and make sense out of something. But God, understand, I don't need to make sense to have peace. (laughs) And I live a life now that there's some stuff I'm okay with not understanding. Because he does. So my trust is in the one that understands, and I understand and believe that if it's something I need to know, he will make sure I know. That doesn't mean I got to be a lazy seeker. But my seeking when I trust in him is very intentional. I don't want to know everything. I don't need to know everything. In this season, you know, somebody may come and be like, oh, did you hear such and such died? Awesome. Not being insensitive, but I don't need to hear about another death. What, do I, what am I doing? I'm guarding my garden. It's not being insensitive. It's, man, I am fighting for my soul wealth. I'm fighting for my life, and I just can't take no more bad news. It comes a point where you have to begin to... You go down to uh, Tent City or where Tent City used to be. You see they put up gates and yellow tape. It comes a time in your life if you're going to uh, reestablish your soil, if you're going to see green grass ever again, you got to put a fence around your heart for a bit. You can't keep letting people, let fear pop a tent up on your soul. You can't keep on letting anybody in your life. You can't keep on listening to anything, watching anything. There comes a time in your season where you got to let, you, whoo, you got to yellow tape your soul. Put some security guards out there and tell that word, watch your, what, what, what did David say? He said, I put the word in my heart. So I would not sin against you. He said, I put that yellow tape in my heart. Let the devil know it's a dead man living in here. I can't respond to you. Y'all get that in a minute. It's a dead man living in here. I have died to my old man. I put the yellow tape around Terrence. Terrence can't respond no more to death, to lust, to delusions, illusions, deceit. I'm dead to that man. And we give our old man too much action. It's like your exes or folks come creeping around. Man, I remember how to make up, to break up. That's all 
we do first you love me then you hate me that's a game for fools Ooh. absolutely right you don't just want to sleep with anybody so the closest thing you could trust is your available ex or your available whatever it's just like so and then you do it and then you're like oh my god same problems now you put that yellow tape yellow tape i'm off limits i'm gonna cry with this yellow tape around me i'm gonna be i'm gonna be emotional wreck with this yellow tape around me, but i'm not responding no more to that foolishness mm. let me get to the first slide luke Four, the spirit of the Lord is what? Upon me, and he has anointed me to be hope for the poor, freedom for the brokenhearted, and new eyes for the blind, and to preach to prisoners. Woo! You are set free. So tonight I'm just going, I'm not just going to try and be methodical in how I talk about the mind. I want to, I want to speak to your mind. I want to redirect your focus. Jesus says that the anointing is up on me. He didn't say to deliver hope. You're not just anointed to give hope. When you come around, you are hope. Jesus said, I'm anointed. He has anointed me to be hope for the what? Poor. Freedom to be freedom for the what? Brokenhearted. Have you ever been brokenhearted and been around somebody that's joyful or free? They might not have said nothing to you, but they were being free. Therefore, it broke you free. <laughs> and new eyes for the what? Blind. I've come to be new eyes for the blind. So when people look at you, there's an anointing on you that can cause men to see. You don't got to lay hands on nobody. You just got to be free. You got to have your eyes open. And then people begin to see what you see. He says, and to preach to prisoners. All these are dealing with the emotions, the soul realm of man. When, when he says poor, he's not just talking about financially. He's also talking about poor in spirit. When he's talking about freedom for the brokenhearted, he's not talking about, oh, I just lost a friend. He's not talking about emotionalism. He's talking about a broken soul. And he's not just talking about blind like, 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 like Ray Charles or Stevie Wonder. He's not talking about that. He's talking about spiritually blind. And if somebody give you new eyes, he's saying, I'm, I'm here to, to switch your perspective. I'm here to cause you to see things a different way. You've been looking at stuff the same way. You've been pointing the same finger at the same people. And you the one, they've moved on. And you the one sitting here stuck on stupid. New eyes. Say new eyes. And to preach to prisoners. He's not just talking about the people in literal prison. But he's talking about people who are walking around free but in bondage in your soul. You are, he said, I'm here to tell you, you are set free. Look at your neighbor. Say, you set free. You set free. Hey, Mike, if you're going to sit on the front row, brother, you're going to have to tell somebody they set free. You, I'm talking to you set free, Micah, in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> he said, I have come to share the message of what? Jubilee. I have come to share the message of what? Jubilee. And no, no, there's no other time in our generation that this message of Jubilee needs to be preached than right now. Say right now. For the time of God's great acceptance has what? Begun. It's harvest time. Say it's harvest time. Now, when we say Jubilee, we're looking at Jubilee in the Hebrew, Yiddish. Say Yiddish. Come on, say Yiddish. Yiddish. Is the year at the end of seven what? Cycles. Woo! Say cycles. How many people have been stuck in some, some, some stupid cycles? 
Yeah, for real. Super. Look at your neighbor and say, the cycle is over right now. It's over now. It's over right now. And see, just because you've gotten broken some major cycles don't mean you don't have some tiny cycles going on. And it's the small foxes that help you get back to the, to the, to the big cycles. So you can't just be so saved that you, you, you are only left with the one, the cycles you can manage. No, Jesus died for what? All cycles. Every cycle he died for should be what? Broken. Not passed on to your children, but stops with you. Say it stops with me. Come on, say it stops with me. They watching you in that cage. You got to keep smiling. You can't be looking sleepy. Amen. <laughs> my bad. It's a house. My bad. My bad. It's a house. <laughs> say Yiddish. Now say, you got to be careful when you say this one. Say Shmita. Make sure, make sure you put that M in there. He said, this is the year at the end of seven cycles of Shmita. It's sabbatical years. And some of us, our blessing have been on sabbatical. Our strength seems like it's been on sabbatical. Our confidence and our courage at times seem like it's taken a sabbatical. And you're like, where your confidence at, boy, girl? Where is that breakthrough? It's on sabbatical. It's on a divine sabbatical. Listen, you don't have the power to mess up what God has gotten for you. The blessing is not absent because you messed up. You just don't see it because you might have took a wrong turn, but it's still on promise street. (laughs) According to biblical regulations, had a special impact on the ownership. Ownership. Genesis 1.26 told you to subdue. When God tells you to, to subdue, you should walk around acting like a what? Owner. Now, I'm not worried about no immigration. Why? Because as much as this is a different country, this is my father's land. He will make a way somehow. Yeah, special impact on the ownership and management of the land of Israel. Yiddish is the year at the end of seven cycles. Scripture says the enemy going to come in one way, but he going to get scattered seven different, different, different ways. And the number seven means what? Completion. So in other words, if there's a message of jubilee, then there's a message of completion. That that season that you've been bound, you've been disappointed, you've been weary, you've been going back and forth to your vomit, that cycle is what? broken in Jesus name that's what he says in Luke 4 I have been anointed to preach in such a way that cycles be broken Jehovah Bel Perazim the Lord of the breakthrough Lord of the breakthrough, man. That's why the enemy is doing so much right now to discourage you. Because he knows, he senses, he detects. He's watched a thousand generations break through. He knows the sound when when they cross the Jordan. He knows what it sounds like when they cross the Red Sea. He knows what it sounds like when dry bones rose when Ezekiel spoke. Understand, he, he knows the sound. He knows the movement. He feels the wind. He feels the strength of the body coming together. He knows when you are starting to think about how ridiculous you are. He knows when you start changing your mind. He knows when you start talking different. He knows you haven't praised God in some years. And now all of a sudden, he hears a sound coming from your mouth where even if we don't hear you, he heard you say, thank you, Jesus. Right? Understand, we might not hear you. I might want you to raise your hands. I can't see the little tapping foot. I can't see the joy in your heart. So sometimes us up here, we need you to lift your hands to show us you alive. 
but I repent. Kinda. Because whatever's going on on the inside, it's not about what I can detect, but the, but the, but the, but the devil and hell senses something working inside you. He don't, uh, 360, what, what are we doing? Oh, he told you to rumble, rumble, young man. He just, he just told on you. <laughs> yo, 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 is that what you're waiting for to help you out? Amen. Back up. Understand, the enemy, man, I remember walking through transformation. I remember the day God, God said, Terrence, you can keep going the route you're going, but I'm not going with you this time. Did that mean that God would leave me or forsake me? No. What he allowed me to interpret is that he says, there's going to come a point in time where you have to. I can't keep holding back the fruit of your sin see grace and mercy does that for you and that's the bad thing because you haven't tasted the fruit of your sin you think ain't nothing wrong with it especially when you can find it any day on TV that it's okay it's okay to sleep around it's okay to do that but what the devil didn't tell you is about soul ties and about your heart being broken he didn't tell you about 10 years from now while God was trying to warn you about 10 years from now he said, Terrence, I, I can't do it. And that was one of the scariest days. And you could ask my wife. I said, and then I had to bargain with God. I said, God, can I just finish these last three shows? Because in my mind, I got this band with me. And if I cancel all my shows, I'm taking money off they plate. I ain't hear nothing. One show, car broke down, stuck in the snow. Now, now look, when, when the Lord, when, when, when prayer is out there after you, you're you going to be the worst at what you do. I'm up there, I'm up there crying at a secular show. <laughs> the Lord got a hold of me during the show. <laughs> and I'm like, this is my last show, y'all. I mean, man, this is just like God's been good. See, but the enemy was like, wait a minute, this show is different. And the Lord's like, if you want to limp over, you can go ahead and limp in. And trust me, I limped in. But I'd rather limp in than not make it in. And I remember God start doing stuff in my heart. And I'm the dude, I was the dude, we, we smoking. And I'm like, y'all know we shouldn't be doing this. God got better things for us. <laughs> Can I get a towel, please? Horrible sinner. Go to the weed man. God bless you, brother. You need, you need me to pray for you if I anything. <laughs> the year of Jubilee. I want you to understand prospering is on God's mind. And a part of why we struggle is because either we feel we're undeserving or somebody lied to you and told you you're not worthy of something or some, 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 some pastor that grew up not needing nothing made prosperity seem like it, it's the devil's work. And if in anything and everything, there's going to be somebody that perverted, take it too far, whatever that is. But prosperity is biblical. What, what the issue is, is that you are not made to worship your prosperity. You are not to worship salvation. You're supposed to worship the Savior. I'll, I'll say it again for you. You are not to worship salvation you're to worship the savior salvation is this freedom it's this grace it's this prosperity it's shalom it's nothing missing nothing broken it's wholeness in every area you are not to just get a life of blessing and worship it you are to worship the blesser period 
And we often get in trouble because we're worshiping the wrong source. (laughs) Understand, the blessing is not the rock. Three John one says, beloved friend, I pray that you are prospering in one leg. And just in the United in Canada. He says, I pray that you are prospering in what? Every way. Mind, body, and what? Spirit. Prospering in every way, and that you what? Continually enjoy what? Good health. Not just be healthy, but enjoy health. Just as your what? Soul is, see, this is where we got to get the mind right. Because if your mind not right, I don't care how monetarily prosperous you are, you will not prosper. Prosperity ain't you being rich and sick. You spending all your money on doctor's bills. Prosperity is you not spending, it's not you spending money to cover up. Your prosperity is not for lawyers so you can live any kind of way and bail yourself out. He says that your priority is that you have soul wealth. Soul wealth. Say soul wealth prospering in every way but this is what we got to understand and when we're talking about your soul is prospering he's talking about your suke your thinker your feeler your chooser your soul it's the thing that makes you happy sad it's where your personality resides it's where character resides it's where your sense of humor is and when your soul is prospering your spirit prospers and then your body prospers you are a spirit you possess a soul and you live in a body your body may be in the condition it is because the condition of your soul Before that physical heart attack, you had bad anxiety and nerves and high blood pressure. God desires your soul to prosper, not be ruled by fear. That's why he says our soul is anchored in the Lord. Never changing. You can't be anchored in the world system. You can't be anchored. I'm not anchored in my wife. We are anchored in the Lord. He says, verse 3, here we go, here we go. I was filled with what? Joy and what? Delight when the brothers arrived and informed me of your faithfulness to the what? Truth. He said, I was so joyful. Prosper. Here go context. Prosper. And the reason why you're prospering, I was so happy to find out that you were faithful to the word of God. That you were faithful to the word of God. If you missed it, get the app. We talked about, did we talk about the power of the word? Yes, we did. We did. Okay. They they told me how you live. Rumors The rumor was that you, Love Quest, continued in the truth of Christ. You wasn't just trying to impress people with your doctrine or your theologically sound understanding or your exegesis. You just stood on the truth. You spoke truth to 2020. You spoke truth, and, and, and understand, man should not live by, every, every, uh, uh, by bread alone, but by every word that what proceeds, God still talks. He's still proceeding. He still has a word for you today. Say today. He got a word for you today. How they got across the Red Sea is not going to be how we get out the pandemic. It's different strategy. We don't got no Red Sea to cross physically. They did. God has a word for Vancouver. He has a word for your family. He says that they were faithful to the word. It is the greatest joy of my life to hear that my children, those weren't literally his children. He was a spiritual father. And boy, what this world needs right now 
they need more spiritual fathers than they need pastors. And that's why we got so many millennials running around looking for a spiritual fix. They're looking for a woo. Why do you think so many people are looking for community? And when I say community, I'm talking about one of the most popular questions people ask when they are going looking for a church. Do you guys have alpha? Or do you guys have small groups? What do people want? Connection. Let me, let's go a little deeper. You're looking for fathering. See, because that's why you go to community, but those are brothers and sisters there, but what you really desire, what your soul is desiring is accountability. It's, a, it, it's looking for shepherding. And what you hope when you get in a small group is that you're being shepherded, not just having fun, eating snacks, and going over Sunday message. Nothing wrong with that. That's needed. But what I'm telling you is what's deeper than that, that's surface. What you're looking for is, is this deep, you have this deep yearning. The Bible says you have many teachers but few fathers. I don't know no Bible colleges that raise up spiritual fathers. They teach you how to preach. They'll give you an outline on how to preach a message. But what this world needs is God is putting spiritual fathers here. And while churches are closed, it's not so much just about the church being closed, but people need to be fathered through these times. It's like right now we're in a time like a kid is lost at a festival. Right? You're not looking for the bathroom. You're looking for your parents. And I remember going on that journey, looking for my parents. But where I messed up at times was I expected my pastor, who was my spiritual father, I expected him to be my biological father. Therefore, I was putting unhealthy expectations on him while all along disappointing myself because I'm floundering in my insecurities. But what I really needed was my spiritual father. See, a cool thing about a spiritual dad is they're not married to you like a biological father, so they actually will hold you a little more accountable at times, and they oversee, they see stuff. They, they're not there to protect you the same way a biological protects you, biological father. And more than ever, the physical manifestation of fatherless homes speaks to a spiritual yearning in our generation. The, the lack of respect for authority speaks to a yearning within our souls is that we have a generation that lacks parenting, godly parenting. And that's what we're trying to build here at LoveQuest is not just, we don't want to just give you leaders. We're not just calling our elders, just be elders because you older and mature and no, no, no. The expectation is that we can build up a government. And when I say government, I'm talking about kingdom in such a way that all that come here, if they want to be led, they will be led. Their gifts will be called out. And there's a sense of accountability, and where you find accountability in Father, and you find authority, and where you find authority, you will find the miraculous works of God. Why? Because stuff ain't going to get goofy. Your kids start acting up when daddy home. Hey, 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 hey. And I think we've just spent a span of time, and I believe this pause is God giving his church a chance to get right. Not the world to get right. world been doing this. He's giving his church a chance to get right. If we have the answer, we have to, we have to, we have to live not of this world. We're not sent here to cause more confusion. People are hurting. People are hurting. And Jesus came to destroy the works of the enemy. He says, he says, to hear that my children are consistently living their lives in the ways of the truth. Prosperity 
is the desire of the Father's heart. Psalm 35 says it this way, but let all my true friends shout for joy. All those who know and love what I do for you, let them all say the Lord is great and he delights in the what? Prosperity of his what? Servant. He delights in you prospering. He delights in you what? Prospering. Say, I was made to prosper. Then I won't be able to hold it in. (laughs) I can't hold it in. Look, I'm nowhere near the monetary goals that I have. But by faith, I've received them. But boy, the wealth that I have going on on the inside of here, then I won't be able to hold it in. I can't hold my praise in. I can't hold my joy in. I'm not waiting for the government to figure it out. When I serve a God that figured it out, everyone will hear my joyous praises all day long. All day long. Say, all day, baby. <laughs> all day, Michael, they're going to hear my praise. Woo! Your righteousness will be the theme of my glory song of what? Praise. Jesus. Prosperity, 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 flourishing. It means flourishing. I got to take my time on this one. Proliferation. Boom. Say boom. That was okay. Say boom. That was okay. Say boom. We're waiting for Michael, you guys. Say boom. 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 <laughs> Michael, your pops was almost getting offended. He was like, man, I'm over here doing what else you want. <laughs> boom. Prosperity. The sound that comes from you prospering is what? Boom. It's, it's man, it's like, it, um, uh, it's, it's, it's this force. I don't need to pull up in a Lamborghini. I pull up in, I pull up in my, my old school Pinto. Y'all ever heard of Pintos? Not Pinto beans like cars. Pinto. Oh. And hop out like, hey, how you doing today? Amen. Why? Because your prospect, what's going on in your soul when you come around people, it should make the sound of what? Boom. It's well-being. It's, it's growth. He didn't just say you may, see, see, the world is trained. You're trying to reach a point that then identifies you as successful. But the word says that true prosperity is forever growing. There's levels to this joy. There's levels to this joy. Just like there's levels to highs, there's levels to drunks, there's levels to, there's levels to excitement. There's a place when you go to a ball game in the beginning, folks score two points. They clapping. You're not cheering the same way as a game winner when you hit the first, when you hit the first bucket or score the first, uh, first, first, what you call it, touchdown or hockey goal. You, you're not, you're not, there's levels to this joy. This joy that I have, I'm talking about, it comes, it comes in the weirdest times. You, you could be tossing and turning in the middle of the night and you can't go to sleep and you wide awake and you just thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm tired, but there's just something bubbles in your soul that, that just is like, man, man, I, you know what? I'm, I could be mad that I'm woke, but I'm so happy I'm alive. Woo! I could be mad I'm woke, but I can rejoice that I'm alive. I got choices. Say choices. Smash. I like success. Then I like smash. That can go any kind of way. Then joy is, I mean, prosperity is wow. 
You see, I've never, you know, Northern America is full of people that has monetary prosperity, but always complaining, never satisfied, always want more, more, more. I want more money more than I want more joy. Hmm. Successful. Successfulness. Bloom. When you see prospering people, they're always blooming. They're always growing. That's why the devil don't want you to be rooted. It's hard. It's, he wants you to go from church to church. He wants you to go house to house. He wants you to stream all kinds of stuff because he don't want you rooted because you can't bloom if you ain't what? Rooted. Bloom before you move. And if you can't bloom, you can't boom. And you got to bloom in this thing. Say bloom. Blossom. Flowering. Make progress. Be profitable. To what? Advance or cause to prosper. Prosperous people cause people to what? Prosper. Shekabah. Genesis 34. But the Lord was with what? Joseph. Watch this mindset. And he, though a what? Slave. So you want God to take you out of certain situations. And the Lord said, no, I want to prosper you right there. Say, though a slave was what? Successful and prosperous man. EJ, EJ, you see this right here? You see this? He said, though a slave, they didn't tweak it in the Bible. He was a slave but was considered successful. He was found in a pit, naked, didn't know the language to where he was carried off to, but was found what? Successful. You can go somewhere, you can work in an environment, don't have the diploma or degree, and you over there, why did I get hired? Because God will prosper you in a place you don't even know the language. God will prosper you in a place where you don't even know how you got there. I, w- I wasn't raised watching my daddy be a husband to my, to my mama. I wasn't raised with a dad being a father. I was, so, so how am I supposed to know how to be a dad? How am I supposed to know how to be a good husband? I don't need to know the language of marriage in order to be a good father or husband to my wife and my children. God will what? Teach me. If I'm a willing vessel, understand that because I wasn't loved don't mean that I can't be a vessel that God loves his children through. See, we think it's us that got to be the good husband. No, it's us that got to be available so the husband can live through me and be a husband to his daughter. Say, I'm available. I know you having a hard time forgiving, but you don't have the capacity to forgive. You have the capacity to let it go and then allow him to forgive through you. All you got to be is available, but availability starts with mindset. If you can't let go of this mindset, no wonder you can't be available for this new way of life. Hmm. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian, the world. He was, he had a ruler over him. He had a ruler over him. That's why I'm telling you, don't switch up your faith. Don't switch up. You have what the world needs and what the world's looking for. God couldn't trust nobody else to be in a ditch but Joseph. God couldn't trust nobody but Joseph to to not find his identity in the robe. See, 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 somebody gave him a robe to identify how blessed he was and favored he was. But even when the cloak got taken, he still found his favor in the Lord. See, everybody want a robe, but the Lord is saving you from worshiping the robe. You can have my robe, but you can't have my favor. All right, stop, stop, stop. Next week, next week, next week. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord, his master. See, don't ask the Lord to take you out the situation. 
Just tell them, just, just, just believe that if the Lord has you there, he will open the eyes of your enemies. He says, and his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to what? Flourish and what? Succeed in his hand. His master knew he was in a pit. But then his master saw that the pit didn't make him pitiful. The pit didn't make him have a pity party. You see this mindset. Job said, though they slay me, yet will I serve you. Yet will I worship you. It don't matter what's going on in the world. God, I am grateful. I am thankful. You've been so good to me. That's why the church can't lose its praise. The world wants us to shut our doors. Stop messing. We're going to drop some more nets. And his master saw that the Lord, look, he saw that whatever he put his hands to prospered. So Joseph pleased Potiphar and found favor in his what? Sight. And he served him. Joseph what? Served him. He went to work. He went to work for the the, the world. I know you want to change how your boss do things. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Serve. Be the greatest servant at your job. say he found favor and he served him and his master made him supervisor over his house wait a minute his master here's a slave slave and the slave's master made him ruler over his house supervisor you watch all of this I want you to manage my people And he put all that he had in a slave's hands. Because he saw his soul prosper. Because he saw the integrity he had. He saw the weight, the weight, the weight, the W-A-I-T he had he saw no matter the pit didn't shake him he didn't change his character because he was being persecuted so if he didn't if he didn't act a fool because his brothers threw him in a pit this is a man listen this a man that I see trust God is a man that I can trust with what God gave me See, see, you got to look. A lot of slave masters, a lot of racist folks, they believe God. They just believe it's they God. They just believe people of this skin color don't deserve. They just making them sit. Understand this. You you have the people that told uh, Maverick City, stop talking about this racial stuff. Just keep worshiping. These are Christians who are racist. These are slave masters who have Bibles in their their homes. So it's not a matter of if they believe in God in their mind. Like they they believe in God. So you got to understand that even in their foolishness, God can use it. This master knew what it looked like when someone was in love with God. And he said, hey, I can't even trust my own boys like I trust you. And some people look at the pit and the prison as a bad thing. Here's the blessing. Why would God trust you in such a dark place? What makes you so special that he can trust you in a prison, in a pit, 
And what God needs to do is get your mind prepared for what he's about to put you over. See, though he was a slave in his soul, he knew he was a son. It doesn't matter how people label you. It doesn't matter how people see you. It doesn't matter what your diploma reads or doesn't read or your resume read or doesn't read. But how do you see you? Do you see you how he sees you? And when you see you how he sees you, then people who don't even have eyes to see would be made to see you. You don't have to try to please nobody. Just please the Lord. And he'll even make your enemies be at peace with you. That's the Bible. He says from the time, from the time, from the time that he made him supervisor. Oh, EJ, this is why I read this. Somebody, somebody is missing out because they haven't yet put you where God is dealing with their heart about putting you. He, he, he wasn't prospering like he was prospering until from the time. That's why give and it shall be given. Press down, shaking together, running over. God will call someone to give to you. As Elder John spoke and we partnered last week or the week before. Look, the Lord didn't say go work to have financial increase. He said so. That's your path to financial increase, to monetary sowing. You don't never work so hard that you don't got time for God. That's a bad mindset. No. He said the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house. Come on, come on, come on, come on. This slave brought wealth and prosperity to his slave owner's house because of who he knew he was and who he allowed to reside upon him. And let me tell you, you might not want to hear this, but even when lost people, worldly folks, bless you, God will bless them. He told Abraham, I will bless those that bless you. He didn't say, I, I will bless saved folks that bless you. I will bless anybody that bless you. See, mindset that I've grown with when somebody blessed me, I could tell her now because she's here. But Morella and her family, the first time we went out to, we, we took, did a little ministry trip. She gave us her house her whole house and she went somewhere else and, and didn't take her food she bought food she didn't leave us the last few coffee beans she filled the coffee beans she baked a really good pie or something she filled the refrigerator she hosted us and in my soul it's like you ain't, you ain't gonna bless me and the father don't bless you he, he, so, so whatever you going through the Lord has connected you to a source that you can sow into. And God will, whether you see it or not, God will turn it around on Joseph's behalf. Right? But you got to know who you are because he tells the disciples, when you go into that village, when you go into that house, leave your blessing. And if they don't accept you, Dust, dust your feet off. Get that dirt off your shoulder. She don't know. Man, I was, I was, we was, every room, we in her house. And her daughter gave up her room. Every room in that house. We walk around. Lord, bless this woman. Bless her house in the name of Jesus. She has welcomed us, Lord. Whatever your servant is going through, you prosper her. You bless her, Lord God, a hundredfold in the name of Jesus. We bless the door. We bless the bathroom. We bless the bedroom. We bless everything, Lord God. You save her. You heal her. You provide for her. And you bring her to love quest in Jesus' name. (laughs) 
No, no, no. You got to understand what's on you is not for you. And you got to understand when you're walking around and people are a blessing to you, you actually have a responsibility to release blessing into their lives, saved or unsaved. It don't matter. There's something inside you that God wants. And then when God blesses them, they will come to know God. They will thank God. They will give him worship. They will give him praise. It's not about you. And the Lord's blessing was on all. The Lord's blessing was on all that the slave master had in the house. Look, and in the field. telling you we are put in this world to be a blessing and there's no other time that the world needs the church to know who they are put your little orange bible down go out there and be hope and Potiphar left all that he had in Joseph's charge and paid no attention to anything he trusted him except the food he ate yeah, every man gonna watch over the food. Like, brother, you ain't just about to eat my Cheerios. You ain't put that down. <laughs> now, Joseph was, here we go. Here we go. I don't know who this for. Joseph was an attractive person and fine looking. Why did they put this in the Bible, though? Tell yourself, say, that's me. Now, look at your neighbor and say, I don't know about you, but that's me for sure. Now, Joseph was an attractive person and fine looking. He, 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 look, he was fine looking. Now, this is what you got to understand. This is put here because you are not to worship the favor. As, as much favor as he found in Potiphar's house he had to be tried. You just walk around thinking you all that. Okay. Somebody going to come up and test you. Why? It has, you have to be certified. Not for God, but for you. And Potiphar's wife, here she come. Strutting into her little Victoria's Secret. Oh, Jezebel all day. Stop, man. Stop. <laughs> you done made me feel some kind of way right now. Keep it together, Pastor T. Wow. <laughs> Come on, man. I got to figure out where I'm closing and y'all about to get me starting on. I really felt some kind of way. I was like, ooh. Now, Joseph was an attractive person and fine looking. Your fine is a light. You do know, I want, woo, this is good right here. You do know being fine is just another physical attribute of healthy. You just think you fine because you find no, that's a physical attribute that people would be attracted to you. It is not for you to worship and utilize to benefit you. Your, attract, your attractiveness will be tested. And if you don't, if you think you fine, if you know you fine more than you know you a son, you're going to be a slave to your fine. Though he was a slave, he was free. All right, we're going to land this thing. You can't be a slave to your salvation. You are a slave to your Savior. You'll wrap your head around that. It's easy to prostitute the blessing 
when you don't know who you are or believe who you are and don't value who God says you are. It's easy for you to lie yourself in somebody's hands who doesn't understand who you are. They're going to take you for who you present yourself as. Joseph presented himself as a son of God. His faith wasn't shaken. Therefore, he got the blessing of a son, not the blessing of a slave. I'll close here. And Esau said to Jacob, I beg of you, let me have some of that red lentil stew to eat, for I am faint. Esau, Esau been out working all day. Esau been out working all day. Now, now, we're going to deal with this in a different way um, tomorrow. But these two nations that, that were prophesied to be, I don't even think it sound right. Abraham, Isaac, and Esau. <laughs> we so used to Jacob. <laughs> but how did we get there? He said, I beg you, for I am faint and famished. That is why his name was called Edom Red. Jacob answered. See, there's always somebody that wants your favor. He said, then sell me today your birthright, the rights of a firstborn. Esau says, see here, I am at the point of death. What good can this birthright do me? You better be very careful over-exaggerating your tough season. This boy was just tired. He said he at the point of death. So anytime you magnify the wrong thing, you will belittle the right thing. He, he said, I'm at the point of death, so my birthright ain't even that important because I'm not going to need it because I'm about to die. You ain't at the point of death if Stu fixed it. <laughs> yeah, you ain't at the point of death. You ain't, at, you ain't lonely if marriage fixed it, you, if booty fixed it. If you got a little booty and now you happy, no, there's something way deeper going on on the inside if you satisfy from some booty. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get the cooties. <laughs> Look. I want you to see this. He was willing to give up his birthright. Don't you dare let the devil talk you out of sonship because you're going through a weary season. Remember, there's a difference between tired and weary. There's a difference between being hurt and injured. Champs can play through being hurt. Not so tough guys call being hurt injured. Isaiah Thomas, many people play, uh, uh, Kobe Bryant played with a finger going that way. He just taped both of them together. He just lean on me when you're not strong. <laughs> that, that's all I'm saying. And that's what you got to understand. That's what the body of Christ is. That's what the church is. The church is when you that little pinky going that way, you got somebody to lean on me when you're not strong and I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on, but it won't be long. I want to be Come on. somebody to lean on, lean on me when you're not strong and I'll be your friend come on sing out I'll help you carry on come on for 
with us by following us on social media at LoveQuest INTL Church. And join us next time as we dig into another powerful word. Enjoy the rest of your day. And in the meantime, get your love fix, man. S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S, I'm not.